he would make my enemies leave me alone. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. We ask you, O oh Lord, to breathe on us. Allow thy Shekinah glory to fall fresh on us. Allow us, Lord, to see you as you want to be seen. Help us, Lord, to know you. Help us, Lord, to experience you like only you can. We will be careful, Lord, to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. For you are worthy to receive glory. You are worthy, Lord, to receive honor. You are worthy, Lord, to receive all of our praise. So we say thank you in Jesus' name for allowing us, Lord, to praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning. Hi, Daddy. Hi, Mama. My two big brothers sitting on the front bench. One of them teased me a little bit. I won't say which one, but he's not the tallest. <laughs> Let's get to it, if you would. Matthew the 28th chapter speaks of the resurrection. But if you would allow me, we're going to go to Matthew, the 26th chapter, and the 32nd verse. This is where we actually take our text. These are the words of Jesus. But after I am risen again, I go before you into Galilee. After I am risen again, I go before you into Galilee. How many of you know God's got a plan? God Unusual, but God has a plan. And usually when you have a plan, you don't want everybody to know. That's how we operate. We figure that the element of surprise is our best weapon. But God has a plan that he lays out tells you exactly what he's going to do because he's God and big enough yes, sir. 
to do it. Yes, sir. Amen. Matthew 20, 18 and 19 says, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be betrayed unto the chief priests and unto the scribes, and they shall condemn him to death, and shall deliver him unto the Gentiles to mock and to scourge and to crucify him, and the third day, he shall rise again. These are the words of Jesus. Jesus tells his plan to his disciples. I, I, I really wonder if they were listening because something happened in the midst of him telling that plan. And I believe we do the same thing. We, when God gives us a glimpse of what he wants for us, we start making plans on how to figure out what God is going to do. We have our own agenda on trying to figure out where we're going to go and how we're going to get there. But don't you know God has a way? Don't you know God has a way of taking care of his own business? Don't you know that God's plan is the only plan that works for God's way? But yet we make plans. Think about it. Peter was, Peter, Peter, Peter was, he was always outspoken. He was the first one out in the boat, got in the water. Looking at Jesus, he did what he, nobody, look, you got to be brave to get out into the ocean and walk on water. You got to be, I'm, you either brave or stupid. Let's be real. You either brave or stupid. But you got to know that there's something there for you to step on to. And Jesus was stepping on the fact that he believed. I mean, Peter was stepping on the fact that he believed Jesus could hold him up. But then he looked away. Can I go to the garden? Peter was there in the garden. Peter was very brave to, to be in the garden with a knife in his hand and cut the ear off of a man because they were trying to take Jesus. It did not set with Peter's plan on how Jesus was going to conquer all the things he was going to conquer. Peter's plan was to gather up an army of people that would fight the way we fight. How many of you know God don't fight the way we fight? God don't use the things we use. So therefore, it would not work for God's plan. Somebody say, God got a plan. God's got a plan. And he's, his plan is for you to prosper. Well, preacher, you know, we don't preach prosperity. That's not what I said. His plan is for you to prosper. Yes, but you got to work his plan. Amen. Amen. God has therefore guaranteed everything he has said. Amen. My righteousness, 
Isaiah 51, 5 and 6 says, my righteousness is near. My salvation is gone forth and my arms shall judge the people. The isles shall wait upon me and on my arms shall they trust. Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look upon the earth beneath for the heavens shall vanish away like smoke. And the earth shall wax old like a garment, and they that dwell therein shall die in like manner. But my, but my salvation shall be forever, and my righteousness shall not abolish. See, heaven, earth shall pass away. Everything that you're thinking about shall pass away. All your problems, all your bills, all your taxes, whatever it is, it's going to pass away. The only thing that you have that is sure is the word of God. Why would God decide to send his son with an open plan? Why would you go into war and tell your enemies where you're going to strike? It doesn't seem smart. It, it, it don't make sense. It, it, everything counts against you. But who can stand against the God of our salvation? Who is able to defeat our God? Nobody. And the thing is, he knows that nobody can defeat him because he is God and he's God all by himself. He knows. That's why Jesus said, but, but after I have risen, I will go before you into Galilee. Wait, 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 Jesus. I don't understand. What you mean after you're risen? That means you got to die. That, that, that's not part of our plan. We, we, we have decided that we're going to take it this way. That's not how we see what's going to happen in the future. That's not how we see what's going to happen to you. I'm not going to allow that to happen to you, Lord. I will be by your side no matter what. What's your name, Peter? They're not going to take you. I'm going to be there for you. Well, Jesus said unto Peter. Matthew 26, 34, Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto you, that this night before the cock crowed, Thou shalt deny me thrice. And I'm sure Peter looked at him like, me? I'm Peter. I'm, remember, I'm the rock that you built all this on. Those were your words. Not me, Lord. I, I, I me, deny you? Oh, no, that can't happen. That, that, have you ever said that? See, don't, don't, don't be so hard on Peter. 
Because there's been some situations where you have decided not to be Christian. There's been some situations where you decided I'm going to do it my way. There's been some situations where I decided, you know, I, I know how to do this better than God. Anybody ever done that? Anybody ever thought they had a premonition that they can do something that God can't do? We, we are the generation of my way. We are the generation of I got this, you, you don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Yet, Jesus didn't worry about all this. I, I'm sure the, the, the disciples were sitting there trying to figure out, well, why, why would he die? See, the problem is they've seen Jesus raise people. But they never seen nobody raise themselves. This is unprecedented. They've never seen anyone lay down their life and pick it up again. They've seen all kinds, they've seen everything else. But it, it was a, a living Savior that raised them up, not a dying Savior. And if my Savior is dying, what have I now? Jesus goes on to tell his disciples the plan. I'm going to be betrayed. I'm going to be denied. I'm going to be beaten. I'm going to be lied on. I'm going to be spanked. Uh, spit on. I'm going to be whipped. I'm going to be railed. I'm going to be tied and nailed to a tree. Lord, how do we get glory out of that? I, that's, they were wondering, how do we get glory from pain and suffering? Well, Jesus, I'm sure he told them about the sacrificial lamb. You won't have to sacrifice lambs no more because the sacrifice is already taken care of. That's what he was talking about when he was saying, this is my body, take, eat. This is my blood, drink. For the remission of sin. See, we have not a ability problem. We have a sin problem. Sin diminishes our ability. Our ability is not to conquer sin. Our ability is to trust in the one who conquered sin. We have a problem. We have in our hands, if we want to, God's plan. And God's plan is, is written out. They even put it in English. If you, if you speak Spanish, they got it in Spanish. Whatever language you speak, it's, the plan is in the language. But yet, we take the plan, hide it, and act like we know what the plan is. 
instead of studying to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, studying the word that the word gets in you. Then you won't be trying to do your own thing and have your own plan. Jesus was telling them exactly what was going to happen. He was not afraid of the outcome because he already knew from the foundation of the world, he knew that this was going to happen. As a matter of fact, he went all past that to the end, to Revelation, and then said, okay, I'm going to go back and do it again. Not that I'm going to do it again, but I'm going to show you that I did it. He, he, he took on our sins that we did not have to take on the cross. You know how, you know how we do. We, we, we start to think, if I was back in slavery, they wouldn't have beat me. Really? <laughs> if, 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 if it was me, I wouldn't have let them take Jesus. Really? Get thee behind me, Satan. That's what Jesus would have said unto you. You were messing with the plan. He don't need your help. Satan don't want Jesus to go to the cross. Satan don't want Jesus to die on the cross. Satan didn't want Jesus to hit the grave. Satan didn't want Jesus to conquer death. Satan didn't want Jesus to rise again. Yet, he rose from the grave. And Satan was defeated. That's why we glorify God. That's why we praise God. That's why we stand. That's why we preach. That's why we sing. That's why we live. The most important thing for you to do is to live your life that someone might see Christ and give him glory. It's not what you think you wouldn't have done. But wait a minute. Why would you tell your enemies, Jesus? Why would you advertise? We don't operate like that. We want them to be surprised and we want them to know that, hey, we coming, but you don't know how we coming. But you done told them everything. So you get in front of Pilate and then you make him mad. Let me tell you how you make Pilate mad. Pilate says to Jesus, he said, Speakest thou not unto me? Knowest thou that I have the power to crucify thee and the power to release thee? Can I paraphrase this just a little bit? Just, just a little bit. Jesus said, wait a minute. <laughs> Stop the press. <laughs> you got the what? Thou has no power over me. Amen. Thou has no, 
can Pilate in his greatness as he thought, in his power that he thought, what his understanding of power was. See, we, we don't understand. We think force is power. But force is not power. Force is force. Power is the ability to move things with what you say. God moved upon the face of the earth by what he said. That's power. Power is being able to stand while you're being beaten, while you're being spat on, while you're being kicked. And standing in the midst of it all and not saying a mumbly word. Power. You wouldn't have any power unless my father giveth thee. You need to know where you stand, Pilate. You stand beneath me. That's what power is. And I'm telling you this while I'm in chains. I'm telling you this because you can't do nothing with me. I'm telling you this because no matter what you say or do, I'm still going to make it to my destiny. That's power. How dare you say you have power over me. Know not who you think I am. I am the son of God. I am the great I am. I am Alpha. I am Omega. I am the beginning. I am the end. That's power. You have power over. Hmm. Hmm. No man, no man takes my life. No man takes my life. No man takes my life. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay down. And once I lay down with power, I'm going to get up. I'm going to rest for a day. Or maybe two. And if I feel like it, three. But I'm going to get up with all power. In my hands. In my hands. I'm going to take everything that you throw against my children to the grave. And it's dead. I'm going to take everything that you say about them to the grave, and it's dead. I'm going to take sin itself to the grave, and it's dead. It's under my feet. It's dead. That's power. Then, I'm almost through, y'all. Then, so, the next day, 
that followed the day of preparation. The chief priests and the Pharisees came together to Pilate. Be careful who gathers together against you. Pay them no never mind. They can't stop what God started. Don't worry about it. They came against Jesus. But they can't stop what God said. God's got a plan, y'all. <laughs> the best part of the plan is it's God's plan. They can't stop what God had for you. They, they, they came to Pilate and they said, you know, that deceiver, here, here's the thing. Sometimes when you're talking to people, you tell them who you are. By the words that you speak. When you speak ill to somebody, it's really telling about yourself. That deceiver, you know, it's not that they weren't listening to Jesus. They just wasn't listening. Y'all understand what I'm saying? You know, you know how your mama used to tell you to do something and you go do what you want to do? You know the outcome is you're going to get your... But you just weren't listening. They, 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 they heard everything Jesus said. Jesus even told them, you know, I was out in the open and I, I told y'all everything I was going to do, but y'all didn't do nothing to me. But they came to Pilate and they said, you know, the deceiver, while he was yet... Alive. He said, I, after three days, I will rise again. So, if they were so sure that what their plan was to get rid of Jesus worked, why were they worried about Jesus' plan? We worry about stuff we can't control. We worry about things that don't, don't really matter to us. We worry about those things because they're, they're above us. And see, what happened was they realized something. When the, the sun refused to shine because the sun was hanging on a tree, they realized something. When the, when the moon refused to give light, because the sun was not doing what the sun was supposed to do, they realized something. When the earth shook and the foundation of the world shook, they realized something. When the, when the, when the veil was split from the top to the bottom, they realized something. Something was going on. Everything he said has come to pass. That's Power. So if he had the power to shake up the world, if he had the power to make the world shake on his axis and move in a way that has never moved before, if he had the power, could, could we put some people around the tomb? Can't we find some strong soldiers 
to stand guard. Can't we get just a few people? You know, Jesus said he getting up. Can we lock him down? Can we put a big old stone in the way so they can't get to him and say he got up? Can we make sure? And, and see, some people think it was a round stone. I guarantee you it wasn't round. It may have rolled away, but it wasn't round. It may have done whatever you wanted to do, but it wasn't round. It was a stone that had a flat bottom. So to move it, you had to be great. So Pilate said to them, you got, you got what you need, go ahead. <laughs> Ain't it funny how God sets you up? Yes, the first witnesses of God, of Jesus' resurrection, was those who were guarding him. They did not tell the truth because they got paid off. But if the truth be told, they saw the angel roll the stone away. Yeah. Let me correct something, though. Jesus wasn't in there when the stone was rolled away. He had already risen. Jesus wasn't in there because he didn't need the stone to be rolled away to get up. He had already folded us his night clothes and laid them neatly on the table where he was laying. The, the, the angel of the Lord said, come see. Where the Lord lay. He is not here. For he has risen as he said. Wait a minute. You know how when God shows up you get scared? Come on, I ain't the only one. You know how when God shows up you get scared? God showed up to me this morning, and it scared me. It was 2.37 this morning. I ain't going to lie. It scared me this morning. Y'all just don't know what, I ain't going to tell you what he told me, but y'all don't know what God said to me this morning. And it scared me more than anything else because it was God speaking. And I, I'm going to tell you, I've learned how to reverence him. I've messed up enough in my life to know when God says something, you do it. The angel of the Lord, when he descended from heaven, he came down to roll back the stone. They say his countenance was like lightning. His raiment was white as snow. And for fear of him, now if, if they feared him, and he just an angel, the God of the angel, more powerful, all power, the God of the angel, you should really fear. Because when Jesus got up, everything. Let me tell you, it was an earthquake, not just a, a local quake. It was an earthquake. 
the earth shook because power was getting up. There was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, they were coming to the tomb. The first thing in their mind really was, how are we going to get to see Jesus, that big old stone right there? That's the first thing in their mind. And they, and, and they were going to see if those guards were rolling away, but they were standing there like they were dead. Yeah, they, they stood there the whole time like they were dead. But the angel of the Lord rolled the stone away. God prepares for you what you can't do for yourself. Without you even asking. It's all part of his plan. God does things for you that's already in his plan. Let me tell you something. I'm sick, but my healing is in his plan. I got to believe the plan in order for the healing to take place. You might not see it. You you might not know what my sickness is. But my healing is, is in the plan of God. My stone has been rolled away that my access to where Jesus was is available. There was some glory in that tomb. Don't think that wherever Jesus was and he left, he left it the same way it was. There was some glory in that tomb. There was, there was some aftermath in that tomb. There was some residue in that tomb. There was some stuff in that tomb that was left behind, not just his clothes, but his glory. You know how it says when, when, in Isaiah where, where it says his train filled the temple and, and it was like smoke. There was some smoke going on in that tomb. So Jesus, he got up. Somebody, tell somebody he got up. He got up for me. I ain't going to say it for you, but he got up for me. You better say it for yourself. He got up for me. He got up for me. I was so messed up that he had to get up for me. With all power in his hands. Jesus got up. And I believe these words were, were uttered throughout the heavens. Oh, death. Where is thy sting? Oh, grave. 
Where is that victory? The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. Jesus took care of sin and the law. So don't let sin beset you. And don't let the law beset you. When they come at you, say grace of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is reigning over me. I live by grace through faith in Christ because Christ has all power to do whatever he wants to do in my life. How do you figure that out? Because I submit unto him that which he committed unto me, that his spirit lives in me. And since his spirit lives in me, I have the power to give him glory. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I'm an heir. <laughs> I've been adopted, so I'm an heir of salvation. I'm one of the purchased pieces of God's puzzle. And I've been born with his goodness and shown up washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. Get your own. Get your, you, you get your own song. Don't, don't, be, don't be jumping on my song. This is my song. I'm going to keep praising my... You know what? I give no credit to the pandemic because the pandemic didn't do anything to me but make me better. It made me earn for God yearn for God even more. Because see, with, with all the sicknesses I have, I need protection. You know, I, I, how can I tell you what God has done for me? There's been a great change in me. And not, not, not so, so, so that you don't get me wrong, not the change that you think. See, I used to be arrogant. For the wrong reason. Wait a minute, I'm still arrogant. I, I want y'all to know I'm arrogant for God. But I used to be arrogant for Kenny. I used to think, you know, my stuff don't stink. Then... I met Jesus. And he showed me the mark that I was supposed to be. The mark was here. I'm, 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 I can't reach down that far. I was down there. And he showed me what he wanted me to be. But I had so much mess in my life that I decided to do it my way. 
I'm trying to tell you this because God has a plan. I tried to do it my way. I tried to make it work my way. I thought that I could do everything that I was big and bad enough to do. But God. I was on my road to Damascus. And God knocked me off my horse. And he showed me all the stuff that I had been asking for. He said, you passed it right on by. Because you couldn't see me because of how you were. And I'm like, Lord, but I was, you know, I was, I was preaching. He said, you what? <laughs> but Lord, I was, I, you know, now Lord, come on, you know you gave me that. I was singing. He said, not for me. If you really think that your life is that important, then you're living life the wrong way. Must Jesus bear the cross alone? And all the world go free? <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a cross for everyone. And there's a cross for me. God bless you.